And welcome back to Peaches and Cream, where we talk about stuff. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. It is episode 47 for you. So uh, we're fast approaching 50, and that's a big that's a big mark for us, right? A big, um, what's, it, what's it called? Uh, Landmark? No. Milestone. <laughs> milestone, that's the one. Yeah. Um, it's a big milestone for us. We're approaching very rapidly episode 47 today. Let's get started with some s- announcements. Do you have any announcements before I go into celebrity birthdays? Um, I mean, okay, first of all, Alec, we are going to get you your t-shirt at some point. We owe it to you for March Madness. I know it's almost June, but I'm gonna get it to you. I promise. Wait, All when right? does when does March Madness take place? In March. Wait a minute. All right, of April. Right, 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 Gosh right. damn it. All right. So I've I've really dropped the ball here on getting you your t shirt, but I promise you that you will get your t shirt. All right. So if that's the end of the announcement, I'll move straight into celebrity birthdays. We got um, Billy Joel, you know Billy Joel. You heard of him? Uh, I he's the he's not my lover, right? He's the piano man. Oh, uh, that's not Billy Jean. It's, it's his birthday today. No, right. no, it's not Billy Jean's birthday. That would be weird <laughs> if Billy Jean was on this. Whoever Billy Jean is, if they were on the happy birthday list. Anyway, Billy Joel, and the only other person really I recognize is going to be Ghostface Kid. One of the rappers in Wu Tang Clan, Ghostface Killer. All right. So uh, Billy Joel is seventy-four. Ghostface Killer fifty-three. Happy birthday to you both. And that's all the celebrity birthdays for today. What if uh, Billy Joel was Billy Jean that Michael Jackson was talking about? See, you know. It seems unlikely because doesn't he talk about Billie Jean getting pregnant or saying that she's pregnant? I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Song? I'm just saying. What if? You think Billy Joel tried to trick Michael Jackson <laughs> by saying he was pregnant? It's possible. You know, it's possible. I guess you're right about that. Anything's possible. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's the birthdays. Pretty short list. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'm just gonna go into the first topic, and this is more. This isn't really a topic. Uh, this is just something that my co- like someone I work with told me. <clears throat> but he was he bought a new house a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and um, he he came, he was talking about it, and he was like, "Yeah, but you know, like we we're getting the house sorted out and all this stuff." But there's this like really weird thing when I go up into my attic. Um, on the other side of the attic where I, like, I can't, like, I haven't gone up to it directly and seen it. Um, cause it, cause it's like in the attic, but at the end of it, there's a mannequin in, in his attic. And I was like, this is like, you just got this house. And he was like, yeah. And I said, you know that, uh, that's too bad. He has to sell it. <laughs> well, he's not selling it. He's not, he's not selling it. But um, I mean, it's got to haunted. It's well, it's haunted, man. Well, it could be. But anyway, so he's talking about this mannequin. And I was like, you know that most of the time when people find dead bodies, because I listen to like some true crime podcasts. I was like, when people find dead bodies, it's very common mm-hmm. that they think it's a mannequin at first. 
when people when they're in the woods and they stumble across a dead body, most of the time they think it's a mannequin. And so I was like, so you should really? Yes, most of the time. Most of the time, the human brain, just like the way it's like positioned and it's limp and everything, people just assume it's a mannequin. See, that seems so wrong because like I think about I have a friend with one leg, right? Mm-hmm. She has a fake leg. And every time I saw her fake leg not attached to her body, I thought it was a human leg <laughs> every single time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's weird to me that someone could see a whole body and think, oh, that's clearly not a whole human body. That's a fake human body. If I'm seeing a leg by itself and thinking that's a real leg, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So it's weird to me. Like if I was in the woods and I saw a body, it'd be – if I saw a foot alone, I'd be like human foot, human foot. You know what I mean? Like I would be jumping to conclusions immediately. Yeah, I know. Can you turn your audio down a hair? Just a hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, No, I – well, what if – what if – uh, the human brain makes it to where if they see a mannequin leg, it's just – remember when you were talking about um, – what's it called? There's things that are – a like when it's AI generated so well, people think it's creepy or scary. The uncanny valley thing. Yeah, the uncanny valley. What if it's some something like that where the fake leg makes you be like human leg and then when you see a human leg, you're like – Oh, that's a mannequin fake leg. leg. Fake leg, right? What if there's like something about your brain that No, no way, dude. Cuz we had an episode on the uncanny valley. Yeah, I know, but I I think but the issue with the uncanny valley is it's a face thing specifically. Yeah. A uh, body, a whole body? Like yeah. I think that you could see it think it's a body and then convince yourself it's a mannequin and then after more analysis come to the conclusion that it's a body. But I think that like your first because the thing is even sometimes you see mannequins in stores you think that they're real people it feels weird that you would see a mannequin in in the wood or a a body in the woods and be like oh that's clearly a mannequin right (laughs) like i think you would jump to the conclusion that it's a body hope that it's a mannequin then find out that it's a body that seems like the the series of events that would play out. Okay. Well, regardless, we 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 went off track here. But so this guy I know has this mannequin in his attic. Okay, and I was like, dude, mm-hmm. you should double check that because a lot of times people think dead bodies are mannequins, or like that's where the that's where like their brain goes. That's where the assumption is, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, 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 don't. You don't have to worry about that. Like, trust me, it's a mannequin. I'm like, how do you know? And he goes, because it's dismembered. <laughs> And I was thinking that does not help the case. That, that does, does not, not change mean that anything. A, does not mean it's a mannequin. See, for me, I would I would have been able to tell you if it was a mannequin or a human body, because I'd be like, because I I beat it up as soon as I saw it. I took my bat out. I beat it up just in case. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd sell the house. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know it's what I would clearly do. Clearly haunted, dude. Put it in your front window. We should go put mannequins places. I heard I have a friend. I live in an apartment building, right? And I have, I have a friend uh, that said from his apartment building across the street there was a person with a full suit of armor on their balcony year round. <laughs> that's awesome. Just looking out over the the streets. All right, that's all <laughs> I had. Uh, I think you have the most interesting next topic, and so we can roll into that. The most interesting – I don't know if it's the most interesting topic, but 
I do want to discuss this. Everybody, it is uh, a little past Cameron's birthday. So, woo, happy birthday, Cameron. Woo. Um, <clears throat> I just wanted to get his advice, you know, pick his brain, ask him uh, what he thinks for, for all of us young people, all of us people under 30, um, <laughs> what he thinks they should put on like a before 30 bucket list. Well, you see, Sonny. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, yeah. Well, we should have talked about the before 30 bucket list a year ago when I still had time to um, do my before 30 bucket list. But Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know. But who's thinking about being 30 when they're 29? Am I right? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess on my before 30 bucket list, if I had to put a couple things together, um, I would say... Give me a moment. I don't really know. I don't. I don't have any. I don't. I just nothing really comes to mind other than, uh, you know, have fun. You know, get drunk at least um, once. That's a good one. See, I think get drunk is a good one. Yeah, at least. I once. think go out of the country. Go out of the country is a that's good a good one. one. I think yeah, going out of the country is definitely one. Um, maybe get a goldfish. A tougher one. Like take care of a goldfish. goldfish. Yeah, get a goldfish once. Like some kind of pet, or are you just saying specifically a goldfish? Some kind of pet, and and goldfish just have the lowest consequences, of, right? Of pet ownership, it's probably gonna die, so you don't have to worry about figuring out what to do with it. A tougher one could be go to all fifty states. That's a tough one. That's a really tough one, and I don't think people should do that. You don't think people should do that? But if they don't go to all 50 states, how are they going to find out that they love Wyoming? Uh, look, for man, it, it, they can do that before they're 60. That can be a before 60 bucket list. Oh, but trying 60. to hit up every single state, there's 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 honestly just some states that are not really worth hitting up. Or they're very similar to other states. Like if you go to Iowa or if you go to Kansas or Oklahoma, not too different. Not too different. That's true. Yeah, same with about, Indiana uh, and Ohio. You can just just if you hit up Indiana or Ohio, just just or Illinois, you know, just you 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 already hit up one of them. Just mark all three off your list. Do Indiana though? That's probably the best one. Yeah, Indiana is the best. Uh, well, they're the best what do you state think in the whole about nation. Do something that you previously thought was impossible. What do you mean? So, like, I used to think that whistling was impossible and i taught myself how to whistle you know what i mean yeah so like something that you previously thought was impossible so whether that be like water skiing and not impossible for you not like impossible for human beings but yeah. like something that you thought you personally couldn't do uh-huh i would say uh i like that or one. like something that you're afraid of i like that one and i'm gonna change it not change it but i'm like this is my perspective. Instead of it being something impossible, uh, I think you should. Like at one point, I thought learning an instrument was not really impo not really possible for me, but uh, mm -hmm. some like gonna change it to a couple uh, like different items that you should try to learn before you're thirty. One of them is learning another language, which I did not do. I did not learn another language, but that's really it. it really encouraging. You want to learn another language, and you want to learn an instrument. I think those are two things that you want to learn. See, I think that learning another language is hard, man. It is hard. 
Because I, I want to put that on the list. Yeah. But if I didn't live in a different country, there's no way I would know another language, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, then learn an instrument. I think I think learning an instrument is something, and it you it's don't even to, you don't even have to be good at it. You just need to like be able to strum it, you know, or fiddle. You know, if it's a fiddle, fiddle. I'll with take it. that. And uh, learn the triangle. Yeah, sure. The bongos. I mean, it really <laughs> just anything. Want. I think that that one is uh, is really important. Yeah, so that could I'm be gonna a good say one. learn an instrument. Um, You have any others? I think uh, if you do drink, you should find a signature drink. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, by the time you're thirty, you need yeah, to I you like need that. to have four aces up your sleeve. You know, hearts. Four four <laughs> aces up your sleeve. You need to have a heart, a club, a spade, and a diamond up your sleeve. So you need four drinks that you can, like, if you're on under pressure on the spot, you can just whip one out, you know? And I'll give you, let's come up with them right, right. now. I'll whip, I'll whip them out right now. All right. Um, and they have to be liquor-based, okay? Gin and tonic, vodka soda, okay, a, a Manhattan, and I don't have a fourth one. See, this this is, I, I didn't accomplish this by the time I was 30, and I'm <laughs> a, a Negroni. Yeah. <laughs> A Negroni. I see. I see. I a Negroni. I think for me it would be Negroni. Old. I definitely don't have four though. Yeah. Uh, I think the ones I normally order would be Negroni, old fashioned. And the, I mean, those two, I guess, are yeah. the ones that I normally order. What about a gin and tonic? Or I'll go for like a margarita. 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 Classic. Classic marg. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, then but I think that then, like you should you should be able to you should have the four that you order, but you should also be able to make one really well. Okay, yeah, yeah, I like that. Make one really well. On top of that, you should have a mm-hmm. white wine and a red wine that you can pull out. And in addition, right? Yeah, I think uh, in addition you should also be able to like have one meal at least one meal that you're like. A pro at making. Oh, definitely, definitely. Like you can yes. just whip up a, a, a yes. solid meal, or people are like, "Wow, are you a chef?" And you're like, "Well, you know, yeah, I can make this." Me and my wife do I that, kinda... and and I'm not going to tell you what meal it is because if anyone comes over and eats with us, they're going to immediately know and look at us with suspicion. But we have a meal that we prepare together, where like she does uh, like the stovetop and I do the grill, you know. And any time we have company. It's the meal that we do. Mm-hmm. We do this meal every single time we have company, and everyone thinks we're a good chef, and the reality is that we're not. We just know one meal, and they only have to come over one time. <laughs> yeah, and the moment— I mean, that's not bad. The moment that that's they're like, oh, hey, good, let's do this again. Good we're strategy. Like, no, 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 we're good, because we don't know any other meals. I mean, yeah, I think that's— I think that's smart it's a good way to also keep your social life limited make sure you don't have more friends <laughs> yeah. come over to your house yeah next bucket list by the time you're 30 limit your number of friends down to 2 <laughs> i'm just kidding i think you should have a you should have a dinner party i think you should host a dinner like host your friends at your house at least yeah. once where everyone dresses up yeah cuz i 
I mean, they don't have to dress up necessarily, but you should definitely be the host of a of some kind of event. Yeah. Whether that be like a murder mystery party oh. or just like a nice dinner murder or something. Mystery. I think that like cuz you know, then you're kind of in charge and like it puts you in I like the idea of doing a murder mystery, yeah. I uh I want to do something fun. like that. I don't know if I'll do a murder mystery because there's been a lot of murder mystery movies that have come out where someone actually gets murdered. That's the whole movie, man. That's what the, that's what it's a movie about murder mysteries. I know, murder but they bring movie. everyone there for it? a murder. They bring everyone there for a murder mystery, and then it ends up being someone is murdered. When does that happen? What movie is that? I don't know. I feel that can't like, be a lot of movies. I feel like one of them is with Adam <laughs> I'm Sandler. Sure a movie. Adam Sandler and. Uh, I, I want to say Jennifer Christina Aniston. Aguilera, but it's Jennifer Aniston, yeah. Jennifer Aniston, dude. <laughs> Christina Aguilera. Yeah, yeah with Jennifer um, Aniston. I feel like they were in two movies where they yeah. both showed up for a murder mystery and then someone died and then it ended up being a real murder mystery. And that's what I'm scared of. Because then no, I got a dude, dead body that can't on be. I didn't watch. There's a movie called Murder Mystery and there's a Murder Mystery 2. I know those movies... Yeah. With Adam Sandler and Jennifer Anderson. I didn't watch either of them, but do they go to a murder mystery cruise and someone dies? Is that what it is? Yeah, is that the idea? I'm pretty sure that's what the whole idea of the movie is. In both movies, they go... It's like, if that's the case, why would you go to another murder mystery if you're traumatized from already going to a murder mystery? <laughs> why well, would you I think do two murder mysteries? I could be getting this whole plot line wrong. I could be getting it wrong. I mean, totally that's very wrong. possible. But the second yeah, one's yeah, yeah. kind of funny. Because uh, they um, – wait a minute. Am I thinking of the right movie? Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, the second one's funny because Jennifer Aniston keeps trying to get Adam Sandler to read some book about solving crime. And she's like, it's the best author ever. And then they show up and someone dies. And then the author of that – and Adam Sandler's like, that is a bunch of baloney. I'm not reading that book. And then the author of that book shows up to solve the murder. Of course. Yeah. Way to give away the ending. Why don't you? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. It, I mean, it was, it, I mean, was, it was good. Okay. So you've watched both of the murder mystery movies now. Yeah. But You're you know what I it. didn't know? Do you know what I didn't know? In all those Adam Sandler movies, all of those people used to be on Saturday Night Live in the 90s. That's how they all got famous. Yeah. 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 Adam Sandler like brings people, the same people to all of them. Of his movies. Yeah, and they were all doing Saturday Night Live skits at the same time. That's how they all became friends. Like, you know the guy yeah. that says, you can do it. I forget his name, but he was in the movie Hot Chick. Yeah. Um, man, I can't I look, believe I'm forgetting his I, name I, right now. I'll look now. up his name. Hold on. He's in hot. He's in. He's in every. Dude, he's in so many movies. Yeah, he's in, he's in, in like every movies. Adam Sandler movie. Um <laughs> He's wow. in Fifty First Dates as well. The uh, movie was written by Tom Brady. What? His name's Rob Schneider. No. Yeah. <laughs> not not the same. <laughs> Rob Schneider. Yeah. Tom Brady. Not the same film director. Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> what movie? What movie are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about the Hot Chick. The movie where Rob Schneider wakes the up. The Hot Chick. Where where yeah, there's like it's a movie Turns into where. Turns a Hot um, Chick. Here, I'm just going to read the synopsis. Schne okay, Rob Schneider stars as 
uh, Clive Maxton, a middle-aged criminal who switches bodies with a mean-spirited cheerleader, Jessica Spencer. So, like, they... So, like, this middle-aged guy that's, like, into crime and he's, like, a deadbeat somehow switches bodies. And I think it's through, like, a gypsy or something. Or, like, a fortune teller. Yeah, that sounds about right. And um, they switch Mm -hmm. bodies and then um, he's, like, in... Oh, I, I forget what... Oh, yeah, so now this Rob Schneider guy has to show up. To it's like Rob high school, guy. right? And then I, man, I'm really forgetting how this all works. I don't know. I forget. Yeah, I need to rewatch this movie. Well, do you need to rewatch that movie? No, I don't think so. Adam Sandler was the executive <laughs> producer. <laughs> you know, there is a movie with Rob Schneider as the main character, though. Um, yeah, Nice Guys, I think it's called. Uh, nice guy. I really liked that movie as a, as a kid. And I, the thing is, I feel like I didn't understand most of the humor yeah. in it as well. But maybe it's not nice guys. I forget what the name of the movie is. But it's about like three dads that play baseball and uh, like in, in a little league. <clears throat> oh, and, oh, um, uh, the bench warmers. I remember thinking like the bench warmers. Dude, I watched that uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why? Wait a minute. I think I watched well, that in Florida. That I just watched that in Florida after you left. No way. Yeah, me and Sean. No wait, way. I'm thinking. No, no, no. I was at home. I was at home. I think. Okay. That's weird. Maybe I'll ha- maybe I'll ask him. I, I just watched that movie within the last month. What a coincidence. I, I actually talked about the movie within the last month, but not to you, I don't think. Yeah. Someone else at random. So yeah. that movie also has a lot That's of funny. people that were in that Saturday Night Live era. So like basically yeah. there was like a like a whole list of cast members during that time period and I guess they all got fired at some mm-hmm. point but they're just like fine we're going to go make movies. And the mo- their movies aren't amazing but they're not bad. I mean they're okay, I'm There's not going to say that. Of them. Yeah. <laughs> They've made so many. Mm-hmm. Like the Happy Gilmore, right? Not like the yep. the what is it? Um there's Happy Gilmore, and then there's Billy Madison. Um, Billy Madison. Here, I'm just gonna look it up. It's so, Happy Madison. Productions. Is it ha- Happy Madison Productions? That's the one. Yeah, Happy Madison Productions. Um, that's all of them, right? <laughs> all right. So they have a movie called Grown Ups. Uh, Jack and Jill. Dude, they got right. so many movies. Little Nicky. I feel like that cannot be a good movie. Fifty First Dates were made by Little Nicky. Yeah, Little. Dude, Nikki. Little Nicky was like one of my favorite movies as a kid. Really? It's where, like, like, yeah. So Adam Sandler is, like, the son of the devil. And then his <laughs> other two sons go to Earth. And then little Nicky Adam Sandler has to go and and get them back down to, to hell. It's a ridiculous movie. And I can't imagine it's still good. But, man, did I love it when I was a little kid. All right, what time period? Oh, I mean, uh, they also make Waterboy as well. Yep, Waterboy. Uh, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Has Rob Schneider in it, right? Of course. So Little Nicky yeah, was their second movie. Up. That was their second movie ever made. Joe Dirt. You ever see Joe Dirt? Wait, Little Nicky. Little Nicky couldn't have been their second movie, right? Yeah, it was their second movie. Because didn't Little Nicky come out after? It came out after Happy Gilmore and uh, Billy Madison, right? 
No, it's saying uh, Little Nicky was year 2000, Mr. Deeds was 2002, uh, Hot Chick was 2002, Anger Management was 2003. Wait a minute. I think you're right. What about like Happy Gilmore? It's not on the list. Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Oh, maybe. But I remember at the beginning of those movies, there's like the golf guy, right? And they break the glass and... No, you're. I I think you're right. It, it's uh, they don't have them on this list. Are you on Wikipedia? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they I don't have Wikipedia Happy Gilmore well. on here. Hmm. Oh, maybe since it's called Happy Madison Productions, maybe it was after. Um, after Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Yeah, maybe they made a bunch of money off those, and then they're like, "Let's make our own movies." Okay, that makes sense. Oh, here we go. Happy Madison takes its names from the films Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison, two box office successes starring Sandler himself, both produced by Robert Simons. So, yeah, I guess they started this thing after those two went big. Okay. So that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so you got Master of Disguise, which I do not think that ended up being a good movie. Not a good movie. I think like maybe one of the worst ones on uh, <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Eight Crazy Nights. I don't remember that. That's a Jew. It's a Hanukkah movie. It is okay. Eight Crazy Nights. It's an animated one as well. Really? Anger yeah. Management. That one was pretty decent. Great movie. Great movie. Dickie Roberts, former child star. Dude, I loved this movie. Yeah, you yeah. like Dickie Roberts? Yes. Oh, I thought that movie was hilarious. Um, oh, I went to the other page. Fifty uh, First Dates is one of these movies. Man, these, these movies a, have a uh, big budget. They do. They, I mean, not big budget. Maybe not a big budget, but like they've reached a lot of audiences. That's for sure. The Longest Yard was after that. Oh, they made Deuce Bigelow European Gigolo. So they made yeah, probably not as good as the first one. Oh, Paul Blart's Mall Mall Cops as well. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Oh, okay, that's wow. They made the Hotel Transylvania movies. Okay, this is really weird. That's pretty interesting. So the director of the first Deuce Bigelow movie was uh, named Mike Mitchell. Mm Mm-hmm. And the the director of I don't even understand this. The director of the second Deuce Bigelow movie, the director, his name is Mike Bigelow. That's just on the, of the second one. Someone, someone is someone's messing with Wikipedia. Yeah, the director of <laughs> Deuce Bigelow number two, his name is Mike Bigelow. Someone is, someone is messing with Wikipedia. Uh, I'm let looking me check on IMDb and. That'll that will know for sure. <laughs> Someone's messing with. No, it is Mike Bigelow. He he did direct it. What the heck? Um, what a coincidence! It's the only movie he directed, according to, <laughs> to IMTV. This cannot be real. <laughs> they might have hired him just for that reason. Huh. Okay. Well, maybe he's the real Deuce Bigelow's brother. I don't I don't even have a I don't have an answer to this. Anyway, maybe these are all fake people. 
I mean, maybe. But right. anyway, uh, that's a that's a good group. I like I like Happy Madison. I like the movies they put out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not like good. They're not like cinematic masterpieces. Yeah. But they're fun, you know. Yeah. No, I I think <laughs> they're perfect. <laughs> like they're fun to watch. If I'd, you want to feel good comedy, I'd rather want to watch one of those than a movie like Transformers or. Uh, definitely oh, yeah, Fast sure. and the Furious. I'd rather watch one of those than Fast and Furious. Like, if I went over to someone's house, I'd rather watch a movie where we're laughing together. And, like, we can kind of talk. Like, I feel like during those movies, you can kind of talk and laugh together and, like, make some noise. I really don't. When I go to someone else's house and I'm hanging out with friends, I really do not want to watch a movie where everyone's like, all right, we're turning off all the lights. We're making some popcorn. And if you talk, leave my house. Yeah, I feel that way. I agree. That's a that's a that's good. I mean, for like a movie night. If I'm like watching a movie alone, you know, maybe I'm yeah. not gonna choose. Actually, no, no, no. I, t- I take it back. If I'm watching a movie alone, I'm still possibly putting on Little Nicky. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I'm alone, they, they, I want to uh, watch a heart wrenching uh, movie that I. It's like two in the morning, and it's gonna make me cry. And stuff like that. Don't lie to me, man. Don't. don't <laughs> you lie to me. Or like an intense That's not movie. True. Yeah. Oh yeah. My dog intense. just Any, uh... came up here and scared me because uh, I didn't hear her, and she came under the desk and was like touching my foot. And it's dark, so I didn't see her. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what were you saying? Creepy. Nothing. I was just gonna say, uh, any uh, heart-wrenching movies you've been, you've been watching recently? Um, no. I watched the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, and I think I told you about this. I don't know if I told you on the podcast, but the worst movie I've ever seen was called The Snowman, and it was uh, it was like a, I don't know if it was like a Dutch. I think movie. you did tell me about this on the podcast. Yeah, it was. It was it's awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, do, I remember you telling me about this. I told you about um, that one movie, Underground Six, with Ryan Reynolds, and that was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. It's crazy how like, cause the best movie I've ever seen in my life. There's like a a group of movies that could qualify as like my favorite movie. Yeah. But there's only like one movie that qualifies as the worst movie. You know, it's it was so bad that it had like a distinct like place in my head as the worst you know what i mean and it was the underground six movie yeah underground six yeah what what was so bad about it it felt like okay so in i don't know this isn't as accurate as i could actually describe it it was like watching a full-length movie but it was actually a, a full like 10 episode or like a, let's say a twenty episode series, yeah. And like then the way instead it was set of doing, up. yeah, it felt like like the way it was edited. The way it was edited felt like a twenty episode series, and they just did a super long trailer for the the whole show. So it was just like random like cuts to little scenes that made no sense, and like people talking over them, and like it was like a cut of like a you know. Like, in the middle of this one scene, it's, like, dark, and then it's light, 
and then you're in Mexico, and then you're in the United States, and then there's a big satellite dish, then you're in outer space, and there's just like cutting between all these things. And I was like, what's happening? What's happening right now? I don't <laughs> even that know what's happening. The whole movie. You're but, trying to describe this to me, and I don't okay. even understand what you're saying. So, you, okay, imagine you're watching a, a trailer for a movie, right? Yeah. The trailer doesn't go in order necessarily, right? It just has like Oh, it just hops around and you have no idea what's happening. The yeah, time. hops around. <laughs> right, you're not supposed to, right? You're you're, yeah. you're watching the trailer. It's, well, it's like well, a, well, it's to it, just catch your attention. It wants you to go see the movie to fill in the gaps. Right. Yeah. The movie feels like a one and a half hour trailer. That's what I'm saying. That's like, how Transformers hop, felt like, to me. Far, far worse than Transformers. Because at least, like, in Transformers, they'll have, like, have, like, you know, they'll have the cuts where it's, like, action and you don't really know what's going on. But then they stop the action and now people are, like, talking. And they're kind of like, oh, when this is going to happen, blah, blah, blah. We better yeah. prepare for this, blah, blah, blah. And then back to action. This movie had none of that. Like, it was just, like, I couldn't tell if I was in a action or if I was in, like, a slow scene. It was just, like, it made no sense. Like, all of a sudden, like you're in the middle of a field and then you're on top of a building and you're threatening the bad guy. And you're like, what? how, how, how did we get here? None of this makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched it horrible, 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 man. I, uh, well, but it did get a 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's not bad. How is that? How? <laughs> 36% audience score or critic score. Cause I feel like sometimes the critic scores do not match. Terrence? Um, yeah, I'm looking for it. I'm yeah. trying to see. It looks like audience score was 60%. Wow. I All feel right. like that's just like thirsty people. Yeah? Thirsty? I think it's like, yeah, I think people like saw the attractive audience and, or the attractive cast and they were like, yeah, 60%. Oh, huh. Oh, I see. It's a bad movie, man. I see, like you're saying they had an attractive lineup of actors and actresses. Right, exactly. Yeah, Ryan. I'm sure Ryan Reynolds took his shirt off and that gave him a 30% point boost. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's uh, you know. Hmm. It was actually so bad that I wanted to watch it the next day because I was like, there's no way. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I, I finished the whole movie, did not watch it again because I couldn't. And uh, it was, yeah, it was really bad. Really bad movie. All right, I want to move on to another topic. All right, let's hear it. Uh, I put on a VR headset with, like, a game called Saber or something. I don't know. You, like, slash. It's like uh, Dance Dance Revolution, but you have, like, lightsabers and you, like, hack away yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, anyway, it's the future. It's going to totally <laughs> absorb people. <laughs> That game or VR? Uh, VR. Right, okay. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, I, like, I could see if they had like an MMO, they could totally make people completely absorbed in in the game. You know what's exciting? What? The concept of us retiring when it's like peaking. Yes, that I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. like we retire and it's in vr is peaking and now we're like we just have all the time in the world to just go vr'd up yeah you, hang in, out and you're in like the flying virtual world um yeah it's uh it 
I, I could definitely lose myself. I could, I could totally lose myself because it's so real and it's so immersive. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's a huge problem. Huge problem. Yeah. It's too good. <laughs> the problem think? is that it's too good. The thing is, it's as, it's as bad as it's going to get right now. You know what I mean? It makes me want to just plug into the matrix full stop, like put a feeding tube in my mouth and just <laughs> <Full stop>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. That's uh that's yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. People, um, cause people, I, I, what? I was just going to say, there's a lot of shows about that, right? Like a lot of shows about kind of like, like Westworld. Yeah. People entering this like game, like scenario and getting immersed in, you know, that kind of thing. And it's always depicted as being bad or like a warning. But I it, personally, after doing VR, I think we should just lean into it. I think we need to let it take over and it, it needs to, it's the future. And uh, you need to plug me in as soon as possible. Oh, yeah. You're in? That's, you've seen, uh, yeah, I'm in. Have you seen Ready Player One? No. <clears throat> I haven't. You should, you should really watch Ready Player One. Why? Do you die in it? Does the guy die? Do you, maybe I have. Do, do, if you're in, do you in die? Ready Player One? Yeah. Like if you die in the game in Ready Player no, One, do you no, die in no, real no. life? No, no. No. What is Ready Player no. One? What's that thing? <laughs> Ready Player One is essentially like they made uh, an MMO and it's a virtual reality MMO. Yeah. And Essentially, it gets like so Im- incredible that the entire economy functions based off of like the in-game currency. Yeah, and like people go to school in the game, people play video games in the game. They're like, you know, all these Easter eggs and stuff in the game, and people are trying to solve these problems in the game. And yeah. So essentially, everyone is just like in the game all the time, right? All right, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the thing, and the thing is, like, the rest of the world pretty bad. Like, the outside world not great, but yeah. it doesn't matter because everyone's in the game all the time. So like, that's what, what does I'm it saying. The, the outside world I'm doesn't bad. need to be great. Just stick a feeding tube in my mouth, <laughs> and uh, you know, have something to take care of. You know, when I gotta go to the bathroom, or just have it all plugged into one. I mean, I, I look, I'm, <clears throat> I'm not an expert on medicine, but I'm an expert on uh, knowing that I want to be in like a full game like this. A video game. <laughs> I definitely watch that movie and, and report back because, like, I love that movie. It's like one of my favorite video game style movies. Yeah, so, so good time. So, what was the takeaway that this is the future? That this is a warning, and we should not do this. The takeaway felt like uh, video games are for fun, not for business. <laughs> yeah, <You know? laughs> like. The bad guy was like, you know, the owner of the corporation that ran the servers and stuff. And they just had a lot of power, but they didn't actually control the the code. And uh-huh. so um, it's just like kids having fun versus corporation trying to own the game. Interesting. Okay. But it's fun. It's a fun movie. It's a very fun movie. I'm going to go look it up and see if it's on Netflix after this. All right, do that, do that. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely a recommendation if you're into that VR. I definitely want to try it. What did you try it at? Um, it was at a like an event called Rev, um, but it's like the Oculus. I think Facebook bought the Oculus, and it's like Meta. 
<clears throat> you can buy one for like 300 uh-huh. bucks, I think, and just download uh- the games. And I'm telling you, don't do it. Until you're retired. <laughs> Until you're retired. So I got a few more years. Yeah, don't even try it. Before don't even try it. Because if you try it, it it's going to end up on your doorstep. You're going to Amazon it the next day. In your sleep, you're going to be like, how did this show up? And then you're going to put it on, and then no oh, one's yeah, ever going like to see that? you again. Okay. It's amazing. Well, but, will, but you know what? I'll try it then. I'll resist the urge. If you want to, um, like... What? Because this is what I think. If you want to make an MMO game from scratch, like if you want to build an M- – if anyone that's building an, a video game right now needs to do it in this uh, – it's like like the environment is For like MMO, Oculus or, or whatever. Uh, virtual reality. Like you, the on, only games should be mm-hmm. – anyone making a video game company needs to be doing it in this setting. They Like that's my it, – it, Ten years from now, it's the only way people are going to play video games because it's – I mean it is mind-blowing. The fi- Like people are going to look back – you know how when we look at Pong and we're like, wow, I can't believe you guys had a stick and you were entertained with this like little pixel moving back and forth on your screen, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I had Pong as a kid, I wouldn't even yeah, play right. it. I would just be like, okay, well, I'm going to go outside and uh do something else right (laughs) like i'd play it for like five minutes and be like all right cool see you guys right i mean even some video games Mm -hmm. today make me that bored but uh yeah after you do the oculus thing you're like okay uh they any video game here on out has to to be produced in this setting because uh, cause I was, you know how we played Elden Ring and it felt like you were pretty immersed. Like in the game, you felt yeah, like yeah, kind of yeah. immersed into the game. If they, right. if they had an Oculus for that, it would be game over. It, it would be, it, it would you be, you know what like would the prob- they probably ever. do have an Oculus for that would be fun to do? What? Skyrim. Well, they all they suck. Have an Oculus like port for Skyrim. Oh, well, do? Skyrim, I was just thinking that, like, I think they might. Yeah. Because Skyrim is first person. And so if they would had a good port for it, it would be – you'd be able to run around in that world. That would be really fun. That would be fun. They, they, I don't know how they do it. They do this thing where, like, everything is three – like, actually looking three-dimensional, like, not flat on a screen. It's re- it's You need really need to try it because it's – it's like kind of freaky because you know how you see videos of people where they like fall off a balance beam and they like freak out. Yeah. Or or like they fall <laughs> in reality, but they're just laying on the yeah. floor and they think they're like falling yeah. to their death. It's actually like that. It's one. It's like I oh, totally man. understand why people feel that way because it really takes you there. Oh man, I gotta experience that. Yeah, you, you, you. I think I, I saw some people using uh, virtual reality for uh, getting over their f- fears. So like they had virtual reality of like spiders crawling on them or oh like my being gosh. up really high, and apparently like people are using it to help them get over fears. That might not be a good thing. I think the reason we have fears is for a reason. Like having a fear of heights, your body's saying, "Hey, dude, don't climb up that fifty foot pole." Yeah, but not always, right? Like, 
what if you're so terrified of flying or heights that you don't get in planes or you're afraid of planes? That just means then you it could really value it. your you're life. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe. What if it was more dangerous to drive? I, I say that like it's not. It's more dangerous to drive. I know. What if those people don't drive? What if they're like, no, nah, I don't want to do any of it? Like, what if those people are so averse to driving that they would only even consider going on a plane? Because of their fear of driving? Yeah. Well, I think they need to use virtual reality to help <laughs> get over their fears. That's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're you're right. You're right. I'm just saying, you know. Anyway, I'll, I'll look for a, a method to try this. this virtual reality and i'll report back all right all right oh but i do know some people they were saying that they just put the oculuses on and then they do that to hang out with their friends i i do know that there's like virtual rooms where they like make avatars and go hang out yeah which i was thinking like in an mmo like if you had an mmo setting um and you had this thing on you could like go into a tavern and you you have all right? your like pirate gear on, and you're like, "Ahoy, mateys!" <laughs> you know, right? That's what I can't wait for, man. Can't wait for that. Yeah. But anyway, Ahoy, mateys. Um, you have anything else before we conclude the episode? No, I don't. All right. So to cover, we were supposed to talk about uh, having a mannequin in your attic. Uh, the bucket list before you were 30 and then we talked about virtual reality but we ended up talking about adam sandler and rob schneider so i hope you guys had fun (laughs) i had fun yeah all right well uh have a good week everyone and this is a message from our sponsor sina four brewery the beer that you put in the back yeah so do you know why you put it in the back why do you put it in the back? It's because you don't want your friends to take your good beer, so you fill the front of the fridge with, you know, your decoy beers, the beers that, you know, you can find on every every street corner, the ones that don't really hit the palate just right. So you see, say the special ones for you, the sign of four, you put that in the back. But on the special occasion when there's no one coming to your house, when you're not hosting, you know what you do? What do you do? You fill her up. <laughs> you fill up your fridge the whole with sign thing? of four. You know what I just realized? You know what I just realized? Why why would you just put them in the back when your friends are over? Why don't you fill up your whole beer, the whole fridge with the beer when your friends are over? You should treat them. They're your buddies. Yeah, no, not me. No? My <laughs> friends can drink out of the other the other fridge. I get yeah. all of the sign of four. But you know, it's to each his own. They can drink to out of the own. garden hose in the back. <laughs> That's for all I care. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I get the good stuff. Well, you want to fill up your fridge with Sinophore. So, so Connor, tell us about tell us about this company. What are they doing? What's what kind of seasonal beers do they have? What uh, what's what's the hot take here? We make all kinds of beer. You know, we'll make whatever you need. Uh, anything to make sure you quench your thirst and get that little bit of buzz that you're always looking for on the weekday or the weekend. You know, whatever whatever floats your boat. Right, whether it's from an Oktoberfest, a Mexican lager, uh, an IPA, or a stout, which you guys so kindly uh, sponsored on this podcast, uh, we'll make whatever you need. So you're telling me you guys do special orders? You have the number, Cam. You know who to call. All right. Hey, that goes out to all of our listeners. If you want Sinophore Brewery, 
This is the place to get it. This is the best beer in the Midwest. It's not even a question. We we tested every single beer that's available in the area, and this is the one. And so it's the one you put fill in the back. Fill your fridge. Yeah, fill your fridge. Fill your fridge. With Sinophore. With Sinophore. 